guys and welcome back with this brand new episode of the chat garage a virtual conversation time where me and my friend tex we will talk about our passion car design car news and motorsport so please welcome back tex how is it going mate uh i'm fine thanks you know normal car design life situation working working oh, okay, working okay. So no news for your side or how is the the weekend and you know no all only chilling nothing nothing special this time only work. Ah, nothing special. I think you have uh, something uh... yeah I have something to talk about because uh, my dad has changed the car who oh, which car oh. Yeah, yeah. So um, I traveled back to Italy um, because now I'm working here in Sweden, as uh, you you know, guys. So when I traveled back, my dad uh, come to to pick me up at the airport. So I have the opportunity to try it, and uh, it is a BMW 5 Series 520D. So it's a diesel engine, hmm. but uh, four-wheel drive with the mild hybrid technology. So it's Yeah, it's very okay. interesting. And it has a, a, a lot of uh, interesting gadgets like adaptive suspension and uh, uh, all electric seat and adaptive cruise control system with radar and all the tech stuff and so on. Hmm. Not, not so, for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, the, the, the car almost drive uh, itself and it was really scary because uh, that evening or well that night, I don't know if you know guys, but in the north of Italy during autumn and winter there is a lot of fog, so it was very creepy and I tried the, 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 the adaptive cruise control in the highway or in the motorway uh, if you prefer and uh, It's so scary because the the car is driving uh, itself uh, and uh, there was only my hands on the wheel and nothing else. She's doing everything. Really scary. <laughs> I'm I was so scared that uh, the the day after I pick up my Miata and drove around two hours because <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked about the thing. So I understood what is the feeling to you know to let your car drive you and you know, some sort of a valid, hmm. valid thing. So have you ever been to a, to a Tesla in a Tesla Model S or something? No, huh. no, but I, I guess this is a sort of autonomous uh, level two, maybe. I, I, I don't know. I was in one Tesla once driving by herself or itself and it was oh. very very weird like my friend the driver was like clapping the hand singing the song and uh, laughing and we were like scared like oh, and, no, you, no, no. and you were you were attached at the pillars yes. and the seats But like what the, the, the most fuck funny, are you doing man the most funny Grab thing the was wheel, uh, please was that uh, there was another friend he was in the parking spot he was set inside the car to check uh, how was the interior and my friend with their um, cell phone he was moving the car and the guy inside was not expecting that and he was like panicking like what what why the car is moving what's going on what's going on <laughs> oh my god yeah no way yeah. no way that's why no, I, i like guess, tesla I it's guess... like a toy Yeah, yeah. But then the new generation maybe are more prepared about this change of technology because uh, uh yes we are petrol head so we <laughs> It's hard to describe. Yeah, we, we, we grow up with the analogic stuff. And so we have to control the, yeah. the, the thing. 
so it's yeah it's and also it's, but it's fun thing. to to drive like uh, if you want to do yeah, once yeah, in a while absolutely yeah <laughs> that's yeah. why we have yeah, yeah. this kind of car we like to enjoy driving especially mm. in my situation because i don't have my car here so um when i when i come back home i spend uh, yeah some hours to drive because uh, yeah i i really miss it i really miss uh, it your little miata oh yeah yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then we can we can move on. So, uh, listeners, if you remember, we we said that uh, in this episode we will talk about rest mode. But before that, breaking news. Breaking news. Okay, Tex, we have to celebrate, and you know what? Ah, for me or for you? Because no, no, in general, I want in to general. celebrate uh, the hammer. <laughs> I was asking it yesterday, last time for an electric uh, cool uh, alternative. And now we have the new hammer EV that is uh, really, really cool. I have to yeah. say, I like yeah. the style. I I thought to never say it, but uh, I agree with you. <laughs> the new armor is <laughs> absolutely stunning, and this in actually is a perfect mix between the Tesla Cybertruck and yes. uh, a normal pickup. Yeah, it's a little bit less extreme than the Cybertruck, but as well, it's uh, projected to the future, and uh, I like it. Oh yeah. Mm, also, the details of the headlight, uh, the interior are very muscular. I yeah, have to say. Very muscular. And yeah. Also, the air vents, the side air vents, yeah. are fucking big. So <laughs> you can pack a can of beer inside it. So uh, maybe, of maybe course, they design something like this. To put a pack of beer. Come on, yeah, you have an yeah, armor. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. But the side vents is the size of a normal refrigerator. They are very We should huge. put a bottle of Prosecco. <laughs> yeah, nice idea, nice idea. And a machine gun, just because. Yeah, in the back maybe. Or you mean, <laughs> you mean in the, inside the vent? Inside the vent. Yeah, inside the vent. <laughs> so, yeah, because it's, it's more practical to have the yeah, machine gun that's very close to the door. So if you... Okay, the, yeah, we are, yeah, we are going off topic <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, we are taking the tangent. What was uh, after that? Ah, we had... Um, a new Bugatti this time. Exactly. That's why I said before that uh, petrol health we have to celebrate. Because, uh, you know, it was in the core of the conversation uh, in the last episode about the joint venture with Raymac. It's not confirmed yet, but uh, yeah. maybe in the nearby future we will expect something electrified. But then Bugatti surprised us presenting this experimental truck monster, the Bullid. Or if you prefer, the bolide in the Italian accent. Uh, actually, I don't, I don't know what is the correct accent, but uh, okay. So, Bugatti tried to imagine using the old-fashioned W16 8-liter engine of the Chiron to power four wheels, a light body, two seats, and nothing more. Great. And uh, nice uh, details, I have to say. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, for me it was gorgeous. Uh, like I was talking about this car with my colleague and they were not very enthusiastic about that because they were saying that it was looking too much uh, like a thesis from a student but uh, you know uh, maybe it's a little bit childish uh, too extreme but uh, I mean uh, there was a lot of very interesting details and uh, look uh, way more like a hypercar than uh, the Chiron. The Chiron for me looks just like a brick. 
Mm. This one is uh, more in the direction of the um, of the Aston Martin uh, Valkyria mm. that I was liking because it was extreme, but all the line was combining in some way that was yeah was working. So thumbs up for absolutely. I I agree with you. Also the proportions, uh, uh, the style features. Uh, I I think it's you know it's extreme yeah. a lot of things and maybe a little too much designed so over designed for mm, yeah. some kind of, yeah for some sort but uh, i think it's well balanced and i i also like but i think it's a you know child detail uh, the uh, the x yes, style I love of the well headlights was looking yeah yeah i like i like it because it's um a historic yes. reference to the headlamps of the mille miglia or the lemon race and and so on yeah you know all the racing car need to have the the tape because uh, if uh, you have some you have glass in the cover and if you hit a rock you will destroy your headlamp. Yeah. So they were used to put uh, tape to overcome Absolutely. that problem. Absolutely, it's a practical thing, and then it become um, yeah. a stylist, a stylist thing. A style, yeah, a feature now. Uh, I was not uh, liking too much the rear, actually, for the exhaust, especially the rest. I was liking, like uh, that you see all the wheels. That was cool, but the exhaust, I don't like double vertical exhaust in general. Usually, pff, I, I'm not a big fan, but uh, I like the wheels. Yeah, <laughs> they are super me 80s. Too. Me too. I really like it. it. Was an easy win actually because if you see the the Instagram uh, nowadays, a lot of uh, cars drawn are with this 80s reference, and maybe it was a little bit uh, an easy win for Bugatti. But uh, I like it. I like that. So. But in these times, mm. the eighties uh, are coming. So uh, it's a trend to have a reference to the eighties. Yeah. Also, not only in the car design, but uh, uh, also in music, there is a lot of reference mm. uh, with um, you know the new retro wave sounds or synth wave. Um, it's coming back the eighties. Yeah. Also, also in video games, there are a new a new video game uh, called. Uh. Cyberpunk Cyber. uh, 2077. Yeah, uh, yeah it's I, quite big. <laughs> I, I really want to buy that 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 game. It it would be very very astonishing. So yeah, absolutely. So I guess the car design t will take a lot of detail referring to the 80s. And uh, and also talking talking again about the bolide, the number are impressive, re really impressive. The top speed is well above 310 miles an hour. No to 186 miles an hour takes only 7.3 seconds. It has 1,824 horsepower and 1,850 newton meter of torque for only. 1240 kilos so it has a weight to power ratio of 0 0.67 kilos per ps it, absolutely it it's has, like an f1 car yeah it has like 10 times more horsepower than our your car especially yeah you have the 180 or no, 160 no 160 is the is ah, the okay. two liter with 160 brake horsepower uh yeah, ah, yeah the yeah. one the one before the restyling. Before. Yeah, mine is the the 146. Uh, 
old style NBFL. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a uh, has an incredible spec, I have to say. Uh, something uh, I don't know how to say in English. Something new in the in the industry is very yeah yeah very it's, extreme. It's, uh, very 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 closer to a proper race car. Uh, Mm. Like uh, like what I said before, like an F1, so a yeah. very huge huh. weight to power ratio. Uh, we will see the the Toyota's one. I'm curious when it will come. The almost LM or GT1 uh, road legal car. Yeah, yeah. That one looks interesting. But this Bugatti for sure is also a piece of design and a piece of milestone in the Bugatti's lineup. Yeah. Way better than the new 110 or what was the name? Yeah, the 110 the... is the... Yeah, the one-off was early. It's the homage yeah. for the AB110. Uh, yeah, I don't like that one. But uh, talking about fast car, there was another controversial aspect uh, of, uh, the, of the week. Absolutely. Is that uh, the Chiron Supersport 300 Plus isn't the fastest production car anymore because the SSC Tuatara set in a close road in Nevada the warp speed of 331 miles an hour, so thus making it the legitimate successor to the crown. Or, well, at least it would have been, <laughs> because hmm. a couple of days later, SSC admitted that the trial done is not accurate, so the record of 304 miles an hour is not broken yet. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, it was a very oh. a huge so, slippery fall for SSC. Sad, because I was seeing everywhere, like, uh, interesting video. People was crazy, like, yeah, a new top speed record, blah, blah, blah. And then you came with this news. Yeah, and, it's, uh, it's you destroy it's, my. Yeah, it's very sad. And also, if you if you if you look at the video, at three hundred kilometer per hour, because there is the yeah yeah I, I watched in in kilometer per hour. Uh, something strange we happened like metric. because the, yeah in metric metric value something strange happened uh, because at three hundred kilometer per hour it happened a sort of boost of power. So it's quite weird. <laughs> they have the NOS. Yeah. <laughs> like in Fast and Furious. <laughs> uh, well, no, well, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't probably know. something was broken on the sensors. And, uh, but yeah, can who be. knows? Yeah. They will attempt again? I, I think so. Uh, they have to work over uh, after after that hmm. news. They have to do something for yeah. There's a little bit of shame, but anyway, <laughs> let's. Um... Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just kidding. SSC, you do great car. Okay, Tex. Shall we move on to the main speech? The rest mode finally. So. Oh yes. Yeah. So if you listeners remember in this. Um, in these times, uh, rest mode are, are the trend. Uh, there is a couple of famous rest modes uh, like uh, the Porsche Singer and uh, the Eagle Speedster. They take a Porsche 911 of the 70s and uh, an Eagle, uh, sorry, a Jaguar E-Type of the 60s. They rebuild it, they re redesign some parts, uh, refine it, and then, in the end, they have Oops. a better car. So but they put a better engine as well. Yeah, some, yeah. sometimes happen. Like the Eagle and the Singer, uh, there is a, a couple of versions of the Singer that have uh, yeah. a, different, uh, a different engine. Uh, engine. I think that the hardcore one, 
uh, about the singer. With the Cosworth I, engine. I yeah, as yeah, the four liter so flat six Cosworth engine. Absolutely amazing, a masterpiece. Yeah. And uh, so that is the trend. And some of um, car manufacturers try to do the same, like uh, the Lancia Delta Futurista of Autoamos. This is an Italian, Italian car maker that uh, tried mm. to reimagine the um, Lancia Delta. Removing... I never saw that. Tell me about it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. They took uh, a normal Lancia Delta. They removed the, the two doors, the two extra doors on the, the on the rear seats, and uh, they modified and redesigned the, the body. So now it has a carbon fiber body and uh, a different suspension, a tuned engine. So it's very similar mm. to the original one, but it's um, slightly better. And uh, the same, but is a little bit different, uh, did Volvo with the P1800 uh, Chan. So they yeah that one they, I remember the blue yeah, one the blue one yeah, exactly very beautiful. yeah they bring a two turbocharged four cylinder engine from the C60 mm. or the C30 I don't remember and they put it into the body of the original P1800 so they did practically the same with Lancia Delta Futurista yeah but the about the, um, the, 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 the what was the name of yours the Lancia Aurelia Ah, yeah. If people are not uh, friendly with that, I will put maybe in our Instagram page uh, some picture because it will be good to to make it uh, seem more in reality because it's not that famous as uh, the the Volvo or the Lancia Delta Futurista. So follow us. <laughs> no, uh, beside that, uh, I think the the ultimate and the first uh, real. Uh, Resto mode or old school new car was the three wheeler. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> they started to make that car into like almost 10 years ago and uh, was the same car as uh, 70, 80 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The three wheeler, the original one, is uh, was built uh, firstly in the 30s. Is that correct? In the first yes, with the wooden, yes, I think, wooden yes. chassis. I uh, it still have some wood uh, component, uh, you know. I was in the in the company this summer in my holidays, and it was a very nice experience. Even though after one kilometer, because I rent one, but after one kilometer, <laughs> the first model they gave me like broke up <laughs> and uh, was not able to start no anymore. Way. I was like, oh no, truly British. Uh, car culture yeah. and i was quite happy about that but then um, i have to say it's my favorite car probably of this time so yeah super fun and uh, i like in general the style of uh, this um, approach of the rest mode because it's true that we should uh, go on with the design and we should uh, evolve but uh, in the end of the day there are people that still want some uh, more old school aesthetic and they do not want to have the trouble of uh, old timer. So, uh, for example, I was looking at um, a resto mode uh, based on a 250 GTO from Ferrari. Uh -huh. And uh, this guy bought uh, a chassis. No, not, not the chassis. The, um, the body? The aluminum body from a 250 GTO found uh, was an experimental body not uh, finished 
uh, in Brazil, something like that. He is from UK and uh, he had a chassis from a Ferrari 400 that is a sedan, something. And uh, he put together the two things and he put an engine of a 550 Maranello. Whoa. And he created this new car with the old... Yeah, old um, appeal. All, yeah. All the body. Uh, and so it was, uh, was just like the old 250 GTO because all the details was like very the same except uh, the engine that was still adjusted to be look more old school with the exposed component etc but uh, was uh, having a new gear shift with the six speed instead of uh, five okay and uh, at least uh, was also having a 600 horsepower Whoa. instead of 300 and you know it's a super expensive car the new one the, the old one sorry this one was still for for sale for half million but you know with half a million you have a the a new interpretation new old milestone of the car industry and the race car so i don't know for me it's fine like uh, i will buy for sure a replica or a resto mode uh, if i will have the money in the future because why not like uh, they are beautiful and you can do whatever you want without the worried of destroying the cars yeah like, you less know, worried mm. like you know if you have a several million oh, yeah, euros yeah. car you are if quite you are afraid rich, of uh, driving it this is not <laughs> this is not the problem um but uh, yeah if i remember correctly also uh, ac AC Cobra do the same, uh, or yeah. Shelby do the same for the for the Cobras. Yeah, Shelby, Shelby made the official official uh, replica for the Cobra, the Daytona, and the Ford GT40. So, um, and there was actually one for sale in my in my city two or three years ago, and uh, they are exactly the same of the old car, but uh, they are not the original. But who cares? They still look gorgeous, and they go more or less the same or sometimes better <laughs> so you just have a little bit more safety stuff if you are a collector and uh, you want to have a piece of uh, yeah. art uh, you will buy the old one but if you just want to enjoy the car why not having an, a new updated version with the old uh, design yeah yeah absolutely um, that's my my position on it but um, yeah, I, I, while I was watching that uh, that video, I discovered that, you know, at Goodwood, yeah. that they race with uh, all the cars, super mm -hmm. expensive. Goodwood Festival of Speed. There is, yeah, there, there is a underlying uh, agreement with the gentleman driver owner of the cars that if you own one of those super, super expensive cars, you are kind of allowed to build a replica just to race. And so you will have a, a replica for you to be used, but ah, at home you have the original one. So that, that's why they can drive this kind smart. of expensive car. That's smart. So yeah. you can you can actually race with the copy yes. and then take the original at your house so it's safer. Yes, because but on, it's like an agreement only if you have the yeah, original. Yeah, absolutely. You can. If you have uh, only... yeah. Um, alone model, let's say a unique model of yeah, this particular this particular car. Uh, yeah, it's quite uh, you know 
you have some fear to drive it on the track if it's the last yeah. one that is remaining. So yeah, I can agree. I can agree. So I can think that the 250 bread van that we saw at Imola was could have been a replica. I don't know because it's a one-off, a very rare Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. Made by Bizzarini in the mm. back then, but. Uh, but we saw that, and maybe now uh, that I'm thinking back, can be a replica that one. But well, it could be because the replicas, um, especially the the good ones, are very very closer to the original. So it's very difficult to, yeah. to um, how can you say? And uh, it's to, not to, that they are trying to make fake car; they are just like making a <laughs> a usable one. This is the but, concept of a resto motor. So that's why the trend is going yes. like this. So uh, people that likes a lot uh, old fashioned car wants to drive uh, uh, an old car, but uh, is still reliable. So now we have two different uh, approaches and uh, philosophies um, of two resto mode. One is a Lancia Aurelia B20 called Outlaw. And the other one is the Totem Automobili Giulia GTA. But first, I need some epic soundtrack in the background because the story is absolutely stunning. So please, director, put some music. Okay, perfect, thank you. The story begins thanks to the discovery of a particular 1951 Lancia Aurelia B20 GT, the one of the pilot Giovanni Bracco. A car modified directly in the factory and cartered by a low roof made for be quick at the Mille Miglia and in the 24 hour of Le Mans, before being repainted and shipped in Mexico for the Carrera Panamericana. A race that the car unfortunately did not finish because an accident. After that, it remained in South America, running a little longer and then ended up in oblivion. Disappeared from circulation for a few decades, it was found around 2010 by a collector who decided to bring it back to its former glory. The task, complicated but prestigious, was awarded by Tony Keelam, a workshop dedicated to vintage cars where lunches are the best dish of the English garage. The restoration has a so massive success that a lot of owners of Lancia Aurelia wanted the same modification, so the Lancia Aurelia B20 Outlaw was born. The roof is lowered and the body is wider. The V6 engine is replaced with a modified 2.8 liter from the Flaminia of the same period. Brakes and suspension are also completely redesigned. A roll bar in the same color is mounted and the interior is completely redone. For now, only 9 of these work of art are going to be built and some rumors suggest that the next project of Thornley Keelam Garage could be the Fulvia.
So, if the result is that, I'm very curious to know what's going to be next. What a story! Well, I hope to see more car from them because uh, they seem very professional. And also, okay, the Fulvia is uh, one of my dad's favorite cars, so it will be interesting to see what else they can bring uh, to us. It's very, very good. When, when I saw it the first time, I was really amazed because the car is, it has everything. A classic, classic body, but with these... Mm -hmm. uh, this taste of yes. gangster styles of the of the 40s i ah, i really liked it also painted in black with the white stripes and with these um, four headlamps ah, so, amazing uh, i like it so much i feel much. you like a more conservative approach than the one took by the julia gta ev or some others yeah that's why i took uh, these two examples yeah. for comparison so i will let uh, our listeners to decide what they prefer and no you should you should like no. what we like <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, anyway about the totem automobile oh well we need another soundtrack about this but quite different thank you director this rest mode is a completely different story. The car in question is based on an Alfa Romeo GTA, or if you prefer, GTA. Designed by Bertone, it's a true iconic masterpiece, a car that every petrolhead in this planet would like to drive or own. The chassis is original but stiffer, it has a carbon fiber, wider body, new Brembo brakes, a completely adjustable suspension and self-locking differential. Everything is fine, but now it comes the main problem that will divide the car enthusiasts. Under the bonnet there isn't the 1.6 litre 4 cylinder engine of the original 1965 GTA, but a 500 horsepower mid-mounted electric engine connected to a semi-automatic gearbox that emulates the gear shifts. For sure, it's a completely different approach to the main philosophy of a rest mode, but we were sure that's a good idea. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm open to this. Uh, I think it's a kind of... Uh, I, I will prefer an uh, internal combustion engine because it's, uh, it's more in line with the style of the car. But you know, the the time is also good for who wants an electric car. So like for example, I know that a friend of us will hate for me saying that, but also there was a Mustang AV and uh, an old Mustang oh, AV no, and uh, no man, no man. This is good <laughs> that I'm seated right now because oh no, yeah, no, okay, no. the Mustang I, I, it, I, no, it's no. not a man, good example. Man, I can't hear the name Mustang and EV in the same sentence. Yeah. I can't uh, really. I, I was I was thinking about uh, I, I I was looking at my Cobra model and I was thinking with an electric engine and I was like, no, okay, some car shouldn't be electrical. But uh, depends, depends. Uh, like, um, you know, I saw today as well an uh, old uh, off-road from uh, Chevrolet called uh, K5 Blazer E. And uh, it's uh, essentially like a Ford Bronco, more or less, as a style. Mm -hmm. And they put okay. a new electric technology. And, you know, if uh, some people want, anyway, an electric car, sometimes you can 
heavy to uh, but maybe not in the sports icon okay so if i understand correctly you are open to this uh, you know to this change about yeah, these but not, particular... in, not in all cars. Ah, <laughs> Only ah, in <laughs> now is the point. Because really, I don't, I don't like this approach. To be honest, I really mm. don't like it. And it's sad to say because it's a, an Italian company uh, driven by the passion. So, but I'm so sorry. I don't, uh, I don't think it's a good idea because, especially for an Alpha, the Alpha yeah. is the true petrolhead car. And Indeed. everyone that thinks about Alpha uh, thinks about the feeling to stay behind the wheel, of the engine, the, yes. the noise of the engine, the smell of the petrol. Uh, I'm not sure that you can yeah. have the same with feeling electric, with an electric, work. even if I have yeah. 500 of horsepower. It's a huge amount of power, yeah, but the power is, uh, this, this is not everything. No, absolutely. This is what uh, this is what I think. Um, mm. But they did a, a, a very amazing oh. job, a really amazing job. They changed almost everything on that car for for yes. make it better. But then they, I don't know why 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 to choose yeah, an electric tried, engine. They uh, tried to go to the EV. I think they tried to go to the EV market in that way. Yeah, like, but uh, the product because, uh, the product is wrong. You can you can go for an electric. Mm -hmm. I may understand if you do something that is similar to a GTR, but with a completely new design. So mm. it 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 has some reference to the old one, but it's a completely new car. This one is too similar yeah. to an original 1965 GTA. Too similar. As as talking again about uh, Morgan, you remember Morgan three wheeler? They made a EV version, and that one was. Another car always having three wheel, but uh, you can really see the difference because Absolutely. they had some Absolutely. design. You take the, the great example, is still a three wheeler, but with a modern touch. This one is too similar yeah. to the old one. So if I was the, the designer or the engineer, I, I would have preferred um, a normal petrol engine, maybe um, um, Giulietta. Well, well, if one... I have to make uh, this kind of car, I will put the engine of the Giulia GTA. Yeah, the original one. No, the new one. Ah, the new one. Like, who cares? You always have 500 and more horsepower and it's cool. <laughs> yeah. So why not? Uh, well, why put a small it's quite, engine? It's quite, it's quite a big engine on, the, on a uh, 1965 ah, GTA. You can, you can fit a V12 on the Miata basement. Base. So, <laughs> I think it's not a problem to fit uh, to swap engines. But uh, I want to ask, uh, I was thinking, uh, do you remember the Berlinetta SS? Berlinetta SS? Mm. Actually, that one was a, a true rest mode. Yeah, but that car was uh, inspired or was... Or was uh, no, no, no. Because... Uh, it's, it's not a, sorry, it's not a rest mode because uh, the, the car doesn't exist. It was inspired by uh, an old Maserati, but yeah, the car is a completely new, but built with oh, okay, the okay. with the older technology. So it has uh, um, hmm. an old chassis. Uh, the the body is completely made out of aluminium, and the yeah. engine. It's very beautiful, I have to say. Yeah, it's a small engine, I guess. Yeah, small because engine. Because I remember I saw it in Milan, and I was talking with the guy that I think he was the son of the boss of the company. And he was showing me all the details and uh, was very well made. I, I like that. It was a fabulous, fabulous car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Okay, guys. So it's the end of the main speech about rest mode, and normally now it's time for passport, but we decided to skip skip it for now in this episode because we will talk in the next episode more in deep, and we decided to do something different. You know, guys, last week it was <laughs> Halloween, <laughs> so why don't do an Halloween special in particular? We wrote down a top 5 list of the ugliest car of the decade. So, let's yeah. do the Halloween special. Yeah, so we have decided to make some rules, otherwise rules too easy. Uh, first of all, only production car, and uh, we decide to have only these decades because otherwise it was too easy with uh, Multipla and Aztec to know who was the <laughs> yeah, winner. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and also, yeah, we were avoiding exotic car and uh, concept because they are too out of this ordinary. So, unfortunately or luckily for the Likan, <laughs> she will not be in this list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And not even the Mazzanti Antra. No. <laughs> but after this mention, so you want to start with your special or okay. my okay. special? I can, list? I can start. And one important thing, we we decide our top five without talking each other. So me and Tex doesn't know the top five of the other. So it will be very, yeah. very interesting. To shall, we, shall we reveal the the fifth together and then the fourth and then and go on? Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do it like this. Okay. All right. Okay. So I, so I start first. At number five, what do you have? I have the BMW Series Two Grand Tourer. Ooh, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's quite <laughs> bad actually. And you uh, don't have I that, right? Uh, you have the one series. What? Sorry. No, X1. I had have. I had you the, the X1. X1. The X1. Okay. <laughs> the first version. Not as bad as the two series. Uh... No, absolutely. And uh, let me explain why. So BMW started with the Series 2 Active Tourer, and I can very hard accept. Mm -hmm. But then they turns out with this. Uh, it's so. It's not so ugly, strictly in the sense of the word. But but come on, you can you can't imagine to put a BMW badge on it. Uh, <laughs> on a family van is out it's completely nonsense it's like it's like Ferra a Ferrari designer uh, woke up one morning and say well why don't design a sofa <laughs> or, a, or an SUV uh, maybe and actually SUV, they are designing yeah. an SUV so <laughs> it's like 10 years okay. they are trying to make a good SUV probably but <laughs> oh <laughs> well and actually 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 Flavio Manzoni at the first time is refusing to design uh, an SUV, but then Ferrari, um, uh, how can, how can we him? say, yeah, convince him, uh, push him to design it because they need it for, mm, yeah, for, the know, market. for, for the market. Yeah, I think now Aston Martin is selling so much with their new SUV that I really like actually. And they are also Urus uh, with Lamborghini. They are having more than half of the sales with Urus. So sad. I don't like it. But 
At my fifth position, I put the Civic Type R of the last generation. Ooh. I really, really dislike it. It's so oh, fake and man. stupid. Uh, I'm sad because the old Civic, uh, I was liking those. But uh, uh, this one has too big a fake grill and uh, it's weird proportion. I don't know. Lost uh, his touch. Now this is this is uh, impressive. You have a point because uh, the Honda Civic is getting worse every hmm. new model. Every new generation is worse <laughs> than the one before. Yes. It's absolutely what the what the hell, It's like guys? A Benjamin what are Button. You, what is going on? <laughs> It's like the Benjamin Button of the car. Yeah, it's getting precisely. worse instead of getting better. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's getting worse and worse and worse. Okay, so uh, let's move on so on the fourth yeah. place. I choose the Chevrolet Spark. Do you remember hmm. it? Yeah, I don't dislike that much. What? No way. I, maybe I remember wrongly which one is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in <laughs> my eyes, is the perfect example where the concept of proportion is completely went down a hill. You have a, this bulky, chunky body with tiny, <laughs> tiny, <laughs> tiny wheels. It's absolutely a, yes, it's, it's a, a mess, it's man. A... It's a it's a mess. There is there is worst thing of uh, for sure, but this is oh, <laughs> it's what uh, the a hell? little bit. Uh... The the light uh, they are quite too big, to be honest. Okay, it's half of the of the front end. <laughs> no, it's no way, man. Yeah, it's stupid. I know. Yeah, it's quite stupid car. I was uh, not disliking the previous, maybe the first generation of the Spark because was uh, was a Chevrolet better than better than the. But the, the Daivu Matis at the oh, old time. Oh, I but... forgot about the Matis. Oh my god! Uh, it was god, a very practical car. <laughs> yeah, but it's buff. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh... anyway, let's move to yours fourth place. Yeah, I I choose a not very known probably in the Italian market, but uh, US they have uh, this big SUV also mm -hmm. from a luxury brand, and uh, Infinity has uh, his own. QX56. It's a huge SUV, but it's ah. super, super ugly. Like, ah, why? Usually I've... they were making the, the beautiful cool 60 or uh, also the EX30. No, QX30. And, uh, and then they were making these ugly things. It's like... Yeah, ah. I remember it. I saw once in the Lake of Garda when, uh, you know, maybe... Maybe it was uh, five years ago, something like that. And uh, I saw it the first time. It's like it's like a giant break with with these theoretical <laughs> lines. Uh, uh, it's a mess. I I don't know. It's a uh, looks very not elegant at all. Looks like it's like a brick, a, sc a scratched brick, something like yeah. that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So let's... Yeah. Okay, so let's What's move number to three? the first step of the podium, the third yeah. place. From my side, the Peugeot Ion and the Mitsubishi iMove. I choose these two cars because they, they were designed uh, together, because there was a joint venture between Peugeot and Mitsubishi to design and develop <laughs> an electric <laughs> A total electric car but well okay. it's electric so it's not a good start and the price tag was so high and well 
not a masterpiece or well equipped. And come on, guys, it's really, it's a shame. Yeah, it's, it's quite, really, quite stupid. It's car. quite ugly. It's like um, when I saw it the first time. It's like to see a smart stretched in X direction. Yeah, so with a long punch in the, in the face. Yeah, absolutely. No, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it because it's electric and I hate it because... Uh, it has a stupid pace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so your third place. Uh, my third place is more famous and known. And uh, I think someone had to put this car on the list. The new 4 Series BMW. Ah. I hate that car. I know it's quite a pop big brand, etc., but I think it's very bad made mm. aesthetically. And um, they will have their reason, I know, uh, we know how does it work. But uh, I, I was looking at some details, not only the big grill, but also some small details are very, very bad made. And altogether the line, it's a mess. They lose uh, some uh, styling uh, characteristic of all BMW 3 and 4 series. So pff, for me, not, not good at all. It's not ugly in the same mm -hmm. uh, way of yours, but uh, it's a very, very down trend in the overall BMW style, uh -huh. in my opinion. But, uh but uh, you have a, a very interesting point because they managed to design, a, from my side and from yours, mm -hmm. a very awful front end. So the front end is very important. If you design something really bad, you you can ruin the whole car. Yes. Mm, yeah, I can. I can. Yeah, but it's not only the front end. Like I was looking at uh, no. Uh, and the mu muscle of the rear fender mm -hmm. and uh, it's quite a mess uh, down there also yeah, where the... especially especially the four the four doors yes the sedan yes, version yes. not the three doors it's like a weird uh... yeah the, the the m3 not the m4 the m3, yeah, the m3 especially m3. in the connection between the the rear door and uh, and the fender there is something yes. strange that is happening here. What what the hell? It's like, pfft, okay, Roughly. guys, we have to connect in a very fast way, but we, we don't have to we, close. Uh, we, we have, have to close it. But two I, hours know, before I, the know, I know the reason. I know the reason. They didn't want to change the external panel of the door. So I yes, really yes, I hate know. them. Why? You can only change the, the rear panel of the rear door and that's it. You can solve all the problem. But you didn't do that. Why uh, I'm thinking of? Why? Money, it, money, money. You are, you, are, you are a very huge car brand. I can understand if you are very small and very little and you don't, you don't have money, but come on, you can afford it. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. And I agree with you. Okay, so let's move on to the... So, ooh, and what is have, it, your number have, two? Yeah, we are very close to the top. So, my second place is the mighty Sazyong Rodius. Do you remember it? If you don't remember it, it's quite it's quite good actually. Because uh, young, yeah. why which? Rodius. Rodius. Oh, which year is that? Uh, 2008 till 
2013, oh, yeah. if I remember correctly. Oh, yes, I, I thought it was too old to put it on our list. <laughs> uh, no, I check Shit. it. I check it because that one has to be in our yes. top five. So yeah, totally it's, true. Oh, it's half an SUV, half a van. Result, a complete shit. <laughs> someone said, someone said, it's like a melted ass. <laughs> oh, well, and... it is a little bit. Especially the, the first gen is awful. Oh, no, no, no. It's really? unbelievably <laughs> ugly. Unbelievably it's... ugly. They are getting better, I guess. The Sangyong, they hire some European designer. Because the Rivoli was not that bad, but... At this no. time, there was one in my town was uh, really disgusting. Yeah. So, your second place? I put the, the Hyundai Sontana, new one. Hyundai Sontana, oh yeah! For me, it looks like a dead fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know, no way. the front end is yeah, very right. uh, sleepy and uh, sad. Oh! Uh. I forgot the Trapassat, <laughs> another car that uh, I don't like too much, but yeah, yeah, I put that Hyundai is, uh, I don't know, overall, the line is very, um, they are going too down, they are like very, ugh, ah, lazy, bored. lazy, it's very, lazy, uh, yes, melting, melting feel. lines, uh, there was also, for example, the Citroën C, Five probably all the one like uh, mm -hmm. 15 years ago that has the same feeling uh, it was a big uh, sedan with this uh, flat, uh, maybe not the flat, C6 like, um, the C6 yeah, not C6. the C5 C6 ah, Six, yeah, yeah. very very weak lines yeah very I don't uh, know. not tight not strong or yes fast speed lines very uh, no, melting I'm melting Looks I'm like melting <laughs> Probably an old, uh, old uh, person will buy that kind of car, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, bored people. Yes. Anyway. So, whoa. And the number one. Yeah, Rumble. The winner of my top five ugliest car in the decade. And it is the Toyota Mirai. Ah. Toyota Mirai. Toyota Mirai. Do you do you remember it? As I said before, if you don't remember it, yeah. it's a very good thing. Because it's... <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, no way, man. No way. Because, <laughs> because, you know, the Prius, the Prius was already appalling. Was yeah. Absolutely... Actually, my first one was the Prius. <laughs> I chose really? the Prius as my worst. So when you said Toyota, I was sure that was... Uh, Prius, but this one Mirai, wow, that rear end, it's something bad. Yeah, yeah, because I fought at the first time the Prius, but with that, they managed to raise the bar. It's like it's <laughs> drawn by a drunken discipline of Picasso, and at least in Picasso paintings, things are at sense. It's horrible in every possible point of view. The rear wheels are from another car from the front of the car. It's like oh, two cars attached one to the other. No, it's, something, it's, uh, it's a challenge to find out something that has an aesthetic sense in this car. I'm, ah, the interior was okay. I really okay, struggle maybe. to find something that works. In the sort in of the exterior, proportion, in sort of, in sort of for, 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 for everything. It, has an, it is a nonsense car. And I, know, I, don't, I don't understand why, because... 
okay, we have to design something that works better for fuel consumption, for uh, aerodynamics and stuff like that. Okay, but there are plenty of electric cars or hybrid cars that are quite well designed and they still respect the feasibility and the requirement. So I don't understand why design something like that. It's, <laughs> ah, it's, you have to cut off your eyes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. In my opinion, they wanted to make uh, the new one looks better because if you look at the 2020 version, is uh, better. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw it. <laughs> the previous I saw one. it. But the previous oh one is a, it's absolutely it's shit. I, I, don't, I don't understand, really. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, well, with this I can go to the bathroom now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, and uh, I, I, our, I think that uh, yours uh, is uh, the previous, so the first one. Yes, yes, it was the previous, uh, as we discussed, and actually also that one, I don't know, like... Pfft. But maybe they want to find a family feeling or uh, some uh, characteristic that stick out, but they made it very wrong <laughs> anyway. So, for summarize uh, this episode, we talk about the Bugatti Bullied, we talk about uh, some examples of rest mode, and we end with the Halloween special. The next time we will talk about TV and movie cars. Thanks for uh, listening to us. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram in our new page on Spotify and uh, see you next time. Bye bye guys. Bye.